We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Here I am today uh, with my teammate, uh, number 50, Cole Anthony. Cole, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to come and chat with me today. Yeah, man. Nah, I appreciate you having me up here, man. You know, it's an honor. When I heard RJ Hampton had a podcast, I was like, got to get up on here. You feel me? So You got to do what? I got to get up on the podcast. Right. Okay. We just going to jump right into it. Um, one of the questions I want to know, <laughs> what was your first impression when you when you met me? Oh, man. I remember telling my cousin and everybody, I'm like, yo, I hate this kid, man. I don't, I don't want him on this team. <laughs> nah. When I saw you, like, in person? Yeah, or like, or or I'll walking say, in. not even first impression. Maybe like, yeah, no, nah, yeah. When I walked nah, in. when I first saw RJ walking, I was like, yo, this team just got a whole lot more wild. For y'all who don't know, RJ is a certified freak. So, <laughs> hey, so, to get, so to get him on our team, I was like, this team about to get a whole lot more freaky. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like you're nasty. I'm a great person. You, you are know, a great Cole. person. I'm I, a great person. I think he is a great person too, but that don't mean you can't be nasty. I feel you, Cole. I feel you. <laughs> You feel <laughs> it's about to be a wild episode. Um, all right. Now, going off of the freak subject, um, you five star in high school, one of the best players in your class. What made you choose to what made you choose to go to UNC? Man, for me, um just for my college decision, I mean, I kind of ex- didn't think I was going to be there too long. So right. for me, it was all about just, you know, going to a situation where they embrace me and some that like you know, when I was done uh, uh, attending school, even I, it'd still be like a family thing. And so right. just Carolina, the, it's just it's a, a big, big family. Like you see players go back there all the time, whether they're just hanging out, hooping. And so for me, I, that, that was kind of like a no brainer. And me and my right. family, we all came to the, uh, the consensus that UNC was probably school for me. Right. Yeah. And talking about family, talking about, you know, the brotherhood, you know, obviously Duke has the brotherhood. You didn't beat Duke while you were at Carolina. Does that like um, still like piss you off? Let me just go back and say the brotherhood's fake. But um, okay, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, okay, brotherhood's fake. Nah, it's not. Well, uh, scratch all that. But um, that's the question again. Nah, you didn't beat Duke yeah, we, while you were at. We we didn't. No. Does that still piss you off, or like you you don't really care? I mean, you know, I, I like to live vicariously through my group of UNC people who are there now. And, you know, this year we, we, we beat them two times in a row, you know, okay. for Coach K's last uh, home game at Duke and then also Coach K's final game coaching at Duke. So, you know, like we handled that. And, you know, I felt like I was a part of that. I felt like I was on the court. You know, I, I was kind of like Caleb and RJ, Love and RJ. You were living, uh, you said you were living through them. Yeah. So, you know, like I, I kind of right. felt like I was Caleb and RJ Davis at the same time. 
Okay, nah. And they they were hooping. UNC, I actually did not think that UNC would get as far as they did. Yeah, no, nah, I mean... You, you know, didn't either. No, nah, I 100% did. I had full confidence in my, in my my people. You're lying. Not lying. You're lying. Not lying. I remember like being with you before the, the, the tournament started and you didn't have confidence in them like that. I don't that. know what you're talking about. He over here making up lies. Okay. Uh, I don't think that was lies, but okay, anyways. Uh, so after college, declared for the draft. We were there, what, six, seven months? How was draft night? Like, did you like draft night? Because I think a lot of people like have different speculations on how they, you know, like their draft night. I mean, I ain't never gonna forget it. I mean, right. obviously, it was it's a little, unforgettable. It was a, little, it was a little different than like you know the the other drafts because we were virtual. Yeah, and, but virtual. for me, it, it, look, it, it was the same end result, and that, that's I mean, you know, I, I ended up in a position where I, I, I'm happy at, and right. I have no complaints. You know, I ain't know when I was gonna get drafted, but I got drafted. That's all that matters. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's how I felt too. It wasn't, wasn't what I pictured my draft being all growing up, but it, it, it turned out great. All right. And speaking of the draft, we got the number one pick. Orlando Magic have the number one pick. What are your thoughts on that? Who do you think we're going to pick? Who do you What do you think our team needs? Like, kind of go from there. Um, I Look, I'm extremely excited for us to have gotten that number one pick. I think the city's happy about it. I know the organization's happy about it. I know we're happy about it. Thanks. And thanks. whoever we get, I think they're going to be an awesome addition to the team. I don't know who it's going to be, but whoever it is, we're going to welcome you with open, open arms, man. Right. Yeah. Being in the league, we're, about to, we're going into our third year. Oof. What's like, that sounds crazy. Crazy. It sounds crazy. Crazy. What is the biggest takeaway you've learned in the league, whether that be on the court or off the court, in your first two years in the league? I'd say, man, trying to play an 82-game season is tough. And, you know, I right. haven't – People think people think it's people think it is easy. Look, I still haven't gotten to an 82-game 80, season yet. I mean, obviously, Me our first season was 72. I think I played right. 46. And our second, this past season, we got back to the 82, and I played, I believe, 65. Right. So, like, a goal for me is to, you know, get to that 80-82 game mark because that, 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 that's an ultimate testament of how, you know, you're taking care of yourself. You just – you're always prepared to play and just – I, I, that's what I want to do. And so that's something I, I, I'm going to try to do this upcoming season. But it, it's it's not easy, man, because, look, I mean, you can speak for it too. 82 yeah. is a lot of games. 82 games is a lot of games and travel and practices and yeah. waking up early. Like It's it's, it's a lot. I, it, my hat's off to people. I think I don't think Mikael Bridges has missed a game in his career. I don't think he's missed a game since college. Uh, yeah, before, since college. before college. Like, I think he's insane. literally played every single game. So we're going to have to get his plan, whatever he's doing. Yeah, he whatever Mikael Bridges is doing, I think we need to get that. So – Franz almost at 82. Franz, what did he end up I think up he's with? 79 or 80. Yeah, no, that's crazy to think about, too. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But going off of, you know, you wanted to, you know, build and get that 82-game season this year, what is one thing with your game, game-wise, you think you want to improve or something that you think that you've, you're close to getting where you want to be in that aspect? Um, for me, I just, like, I think I'm – pretty good with the ball. I think something I want to become a lot better as playing off the ball. You know, I think it makes you more valuable when you can handle and play without the ball. Right. Mean, that's when, that's when you, there's only, I mean, you talk about dudes like Steph Curry, who I think is the best at with and without the ball, probably the best off ball player in the league, yeah. but at the same time, almost being, ever being, being just as elite with the ball. So right. like, that's when you get to a, a level of just, you know, excellency with that. And that's something that I aspire to get to one day. Right. Yeah. Now I feel like the same way for me. I think mine is like, I, I love being off the ball and now trying to master and try to get better at being on the ball. So no, I definitely think that's good, but I would say now we got a lot of time in the off season, a lot of time to work, a lot of time to do a bunch of other things that we do. What is it? What is a day in the life for Cole Anthony in the off season? Like, what do you do from day to day? Oh man. It's a regular day. Let's see. Get up. Like, let's say while we're here in Orlando, get up probably like around eight. Have a nice little 
light breakfast, probably like a a, a green smoothie, green protein. Smoothie. It'd be like some toast and some bacon. I can't, I can't do the green smoothies. I, you know, I have to. I just started doing them. They're not that bad, honestly. You know, you gotta chug them. Do you mean by that? You gotta chug them. Anyways, keep going. Um, do that. I might go either. It depends on the day, but sometimes I'll go work out then, like around like eight forty five to nine. Work out then, and then we head into the facility, right, the Magic. Right. Give me a nice little lift in, and then get on the court again. And then after that, go, what's it? It's probably around like, what, two, three at that point. Right. Go eat again. Rest a little bit. I'm hungry right now. I don't think about it. <laughs> Just had a good meal. But um, rest up a little bit. And then either if I do get some more recovery in, or, you know, maybe like another light, like time of conditioning lift in, something like that. And so, and then that's about the day right there. Go eat again after that. But, you know, days have been pretty fun. You know, a lot of work just because, you know, got to take advantage of the time. Yeah. Now, nah, I'm going to go totally off topic. What is your, I've always wanted to know this. What is your, like, obsession or your love for Pokemon? I know you have your Pokemon tattoo, all that kind of stuff. More like, coming soon. More coming soon. What, how did that start? That was really a question. I really just wanted to know. Um, you know, for me personally, I just, I've always been a fan of Pokemon. I just remember from a young age, like, I just used to love to play the games. And even now to this day. I still play the games. I remember there was a game that came out. I think it was um around like November. This past season, I was just playing that game all the time. Did you play Pokemon Go growing up? I played a little bit. What was never really got into it too heavy. I never, I never played it, but I just knew everybody was like addicted to it. You know, I'm more of like point. the real Pokemon. I, I consider that was kind like of the a, fake Pokemon. It's, then? it's it's a real Pokemon game. I consider it like a side game. So I, you know, I'm more a of side a main, game, a main game type of guy. And so, you know, yeah, I just, I've always loved it. I got a little brother who loves it too. Me and him, will play together sometimes. But yeah, man, it's just, it's, it's a great series. It might be the best series of all time. You think you play more with like your cards or do you play more? Do you have like trading cards? I have a few cards. I don't really, I don't. You really, more like on like a console or like. Yeah, definitely what, like, like well, I got like Switch? my DS, Nintendo Switch. Okay. Whatever it is, man, you know, I'm playing. No, I feel you. I, got, I collect a few Pokemon cards here and there, though, too. I don't, I've had a couple of many Pokemon cards, and I tried to act like I was into it. Yeah, no, you was a shelter people, kid. It's okay. I was what? You were a shelter kid. You didn't really have the opportunity to get into that. No, I was just more of, like, not Pokemon. Like, I didn't watch Pokemon growing up. You was up. a Yu-Gi-Oh guy? I know what that is, but I wasn't that. No, this is with the little, the little ball things. That's Bakugan. I was, that's what I was. I, I was Bakugan. Bakugan. Yeah. What about you, Beyblades? Okay, now you're getting too deep. Yeah, you're you was a Sherm kid. It's okay. Okay, anyways, um, back to the basketball side of things. Your dad, Greg Anthony, played 11 seasons in the NBA. You did your research, I see. Uh, yeah, nah, I got to do my research on my interview. The GOAT. Um, what advice did he give you growing up to, to maybe want you to get to the place he was at? And then what advice has he given you now that you're in the league? Um, well, the advice he's always given me was kind of advice to, you know, not get to where he's at, is to be better than him. That's right. what he's always told me. He has like his regret is like, you know, kind of just wanted to make it to the NBA, not wanting to, you know, be, be great. Yeah, be great. And so that's something that I've always wanted to do. Like, I didn't, I, I never aspired just to make it to the NBA. It's always been to get there, okay, and then do more, looking at it like a stepping stone. Right. So for me, just, I'd probably say the one thing he always told me was, you know, obviously, everyone's going to tell you to work hard, love the game, all that. But it's like, just to, I'd say the one thing he told me that's always stuck with me has been to uh, just enjoy the moment. Like mm -hmm. enjoy like whatever you, whatever level you're at, whatever you're doing, whatever you're, whenever you're hooping, wherever you're hooping, just to enjoy that time there, and not let that moment pass you, because you know you always looking towards the future. Moments like that is gonna pass you up and, and slip you know, out, slip yeah, away. Exactly, and then you you not at that point you're not giving your all to what's in that exact moment right there. Right. No, that's that, I think that's the biggest thing is just always staying in the moment, always yeah. you know being true to yourself. Like you don't want to look too far ahead, and you don't ever want to dwell on the past. So no, that that's that's great advice, but. Let me interrupt you real quick, RJ. Okay, Yo, what's ahead. up? What's up with your tattoos? You see, I had this horror film obsession. What's all that about? Where'd that come from? Um, I think uh, growing up, I've just always liked horror films. 
Uh, my mom, she was a big like horror film fan, like when all her life. And she says like when she was pregnant with me, she would read like horror books. I don't know. Like I just always just from a young kid, I just liked scary movie films. And no, that, that's something I have. So I have a lot of tattoos on my leg just to represent the movies that I like. If you had to pick one, what was your favorite? Favorite tattoo or favorite horror movie? Favorite tattoo? horror movie. Silence of the Lambs. I don't even think I would count that as a horror movie. It's like thriller suspense, but some people might consider. I might it got scary. a few movies to put you on to too. Really? What do you, what, what's I'm, I'm a, I love horror movies too. You do? Love I never it. knew that. You being from New York, I like. I, we have two New York dudes on this team, and every day we come in the the, the locker room, the, the the practice facility, weight room. Everyone wants to hear New York drill music. New York drill music. How is it being from New York? Like, what kind of chip do you hold on your shoulder from being New York? Like, just explain growing up in New York and how much you you, you know you love New York. Oh man, I gotta. I'm always gonna have a lot of love for New York. I don't know if I go live back there right now. I kind of like Orlando, so I'm you know content here. Right. But um, just growing up there, man, it, it was dope. You know, it's not like a lot of cities. You know, when they say it's a city that never sleeps, it really it never sleeps. There's always something going on, no matter what time of the day, time of night it is. And you know, I think for me, just like. Growing up and playing basketball there, it really like just kind of helped shape my game, you know, help boost my confidence because, you know, everyone there is confident. Everyone there believes in themselves. Everyone right. kind of has a chip in their shoulder. And so you got to do something to separate yourself. And so I kind of sure. felt that just I had to figure something else. For me, that was just, you know, trying to just dedicate my time and all my time and love into the gym and, and back into the game. But um, just, you know, playing there was fun, man. It's a lot of dudes that can hoot that a lot of people don't know about. Right, yeah. And I, I think that's true for many, a lot of places. But, you know, it's just they say New York is the mecca of basketball. They're not lying. They are lying. But it's definitely not Texas. It definitely is Texas. It's not. I'll Te tell you what it is not. It may be Texas. It's not Little Elm, Texas. I'll tell you. Don't worry. Little Elm got the goat. The goat came from, goat came from Little Elm. So that, that really don't matter. LeBron? Um, or James. Um, so going into like with the New York kind of subject, are you an undercover Knicks fan? Like, does it is it does it is it rough when like you see them not doing so well? Not really. You never were an undercover Knicks fan. I mean, like I was a Knicks fan up until I was probably about seven. Oh, eight, well, yeah, seven no eight Knicks, years old. Yeah, I went, no Knicks fan. Then. I went to a game and you know, they you've lost had some it. of your best games in New York. That game uh, we played the first game in New York. It was pretty solid. It was fire. Now you made like the first ten shots you took. <laughs> It was a good game. And then your your mom and your sister and your brother were all courtside. They were. They were. That was they a fire were. game. It was cool, man. I mean, just back to what I was saying about New York. Like, you know, I think I was seven or eight. They lost a – I went to a game, and they, they lost to the Pistons by 35. And I was like, yeah, that's it for me and the Knicks. <laughs> the Pistons? I was a ruthless – I mean, I'm a ruthless kid, man. That was crazy. You're a ruthless kid. Ruthless kid, man. I was, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, that was really when I stopped being a Knicks fan. And I think after that, I think it was like OKC. Big KD, Russ, James Harden. I was, I, I was, I like. I used, them I used too. to have this OKC jacket. I used to walk around with. <laughs> nah, I used to wear it for like years. Like nah, there's no years. way. I promise. I, That's I, mad. I'll find like. a photo, but I literally had an OKC like. It wasn't like a. It was. I might have been like a warmer jacket. I used to wear it all the time. To school, not at school, in the house. Oh, that's dumb, funny. Nah, yeah, that was dead. My that was dead. My jacket. Nah. Uh, did your dad ever bring NBA players around the house, or like bring them over? Like, do you? Have, what was your interaction with 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 league players? You I, I, didn't really ha I didn't have too many, if I'm being honest. Like, right. just kind of like I'd be in. I come to the studio with him sometimes, and there'd be times like. Um, was your dad playing still when you were like born or no? He he retired when I was one, before my little sister was born. He was only two years younger. Right, than me, so. right. So I I didn't I wasn't really around when he was playing. That would have been cool. But no, nah, yeah. He was kind of at that point. He was transitioning into like commentating. Commentating. And so I I remember there were a few times I was around like uh, Charles Barkley, Shaq. Those guys. I used to be. I used to be in the studio with him sometimes, but that was all when I was super young. So I don't really have too many memories. 
No, I, I feel that. And then, like, obviously, Charles Barkley, Shaq, those guys are Hall of Famers who, like, people growing up and watch. Who was somebody in the league when you got here, like, was one of your favorite players and you got to play against them? Shoot, it took me – and it wasn't until my second year, but I got to play LeBron this year. And, you know. Right. He's awesome. Remember that game? You remember that he's game awesome. in, L in L.A.? Yeah, he, had to he bring, took off. He, he took to, over. Yeah, you had to bring that up. He punched both our shots. It wasn't just one of us. Yeah, nah, he blocked shots. me and you. Nah, yeah, he did take over. He had probably the first because we was up five at going into halftime, yeah. and then he came in and he, I think he had like fifteen points straight, straight, like straight. And then at that point, we go down twenty, and we're like, yeah, it was wasn't much, coming back. It was pretty much over from then. Yeah, you know, his takeover badge activated. But Bron, but Bron was one of my was the player too. I played him my first year. You did uh, in Denver. Damn. I'll never forget it. I ne I never forget. It was we played in Denver. It was a TV game, and like I got in maybe like the beginning of the second quarter, and like mm -hmm. the first play, Nicola throws me the ball. Bron's closing out, and I just remember catching the ball, and I'm like, "Yo, LeBron is closing out." He like, froze I, up. All my all the homies back home watching this game, like they about to see, and I just took a pull up. I mean, I took a three. Did you airball it? Nah, I ain't. Come on now. I don't know, bro. I just when you see me airball, you didn't. We didn't both airball this year. I had, a, no, I had a few airballs. Actually, I haven't. I didn't airball this year. I hit the side of the backboard. <laughs> I don't think that's better. I'm not saying. That. I'm not saying that. it's not better at all. You've done that twice. I did do it twice. <laughs> I didn't want to bring up the second time though. <laughs> I did it twice in man. the same corner too. Dang, you lucky, but man. I remember we played him twice last year, and then in LA he wasn't playing, and and when we played them again, I didn't play, and he, and he didn't play when we played them in LA. Right. You were here for that, and then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when I first got traded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's and then team. that's and then the game at home, he didn't play what I was playing. What do you think the who do you think? Not what do you think? Who do you think the biggest trash talker either you've went up against in college or the NBA or somebody you just kind of heard of? Joe Ingles, he's underrated trash talker. He always saying nah, something. he's always saying something, but like most of the time, people like wouldn't put him in that conversation though. People always say Pat Bev. Joe Ingles is somebody that I really does I think, that. I think it's Joe Ingles. I, I like Joe Ingles too. People, I don't think people take Pat Bev too serious, too seriously. I mean, obviously, I don't know how seriously they take Joe Ingles when he's saying all that stuff either. But I'm a fan of his, and I, I didn't seen him. Yeah, so I remember. I, I know you. I know you. No one ever forgets that uh, the series where they beat OKC, and he was uh, against Paul George. Oh, against Paul George, man, he was what Paul George have it? Yo, and he was talking the whole time nah, too. He, he was going crazy. I like Joe Ingles. He's from Australia, so I, I've, I've connected with him. But yeah, nah, he's actually a cool dude though, and he got game. I believe it. Nah, yeah, he can dead hoop too. What's yeah, he cool? can hoop. I don't. I don't really think too many people in the league like really talk trash. Like, just from my experience, it, you know, I, I feel what you're saying. It depends. Like, ain't nobody just gonna come out the gate talking crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot different. Like, what people, what people see in the media, and like what people see like right. on the court. Like, with us, I don't feel like it's too much really trash talk. Because I mean, you gotta think about it. Most dudes in the league nowadays, buddy, buddy. So they're not. Like, <laughs> yeah, most of yeah, all of us are really friends. Which it, it, to it, a certain degree, some, to a certain degree, nah, for sure. I think that I think actually I think that New York and, and Atlanta series, not this past year, but the past year that. Was it the Eastern Conference final? No, it was the second round. Second team. round semis. No, nah, that was a lot of trash talk. I like that one. It might have been, but then once again, that's one of those you know you've seen it on TV. We don't know what's really happening on right. the court. Yeah, like, we saw it was a few instances where like they kind of like um, like, I think it was where was it Nerlens Noel who like bumped Trey Young or something? Yeah, <laughs> something like. And then Solomon Hill came and had his back after right after that. <laughs> no, that okay. was cool. What's your least favorite city to play in or travel to in the league? And then your best, your favorite one? Um, I feel like I've had a lot of sets in Minnesota. Like you said, what I feel like I've had a lot of success in Minnesota. Oh, okay. And so, yeah. definitely have been ho hooped in Minnesota. I, I enjoy hooping there. I don't know about traveling there, but I've enjoyed hooping there. Right. And then, least favorite, 
Um, least favorite city to travel to in the league. I'm not gonna say Detroit because I got family there that I can see. Right. And uh, it's but, a pretty um, bad city though. It's not the best. It's not the best city. <laughs> best. Um, but um, probably. I'm yeah, OKC. Okay, it, OKC is bad. Yo, okay, the hotel we stay in is garbage, too. Yeah, the, the hotel we stay in. It's like is, an art museum. And it's really weird. Mad, really, mad weird. Really creepy. Remember when I was, um, I think last time we were there, I went down to get some food. It was like probably 3 a.m., something like that. Uh, I just had my food and taken a minute to get there. And Why I are you still in. up at 3 a.m.? We had probably had a game the next We day. had gotten in late. I think it was like a back-to-back or something like uh, that. Okay. And so um, I walk in, I'm down, I get downstairs in the elevator, walk out. And like you know, I don't know if you remember, they have like a bunch of like stuff right outside the elevator. Right, it was yeah. like a dude in the on they have like a dude on the TV. He was just staring at me. I joined nah, caught me off. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they scary. put those flam- flamingo things in the elevator. You ever been when they did that? Oh no, I don't know what you talking. Nah, about. yeah, they had they put like some flamingo things in the elevator. It was, oh, it was weird. That's 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 a city that I, I I still don't understand. What do you have a pregame routine? Like, what do you do pregame that you have to do before every game? Like something that you pregame ritual. Um. Except for except for listening to Meek Mill. Meek is I like I like I do like to listen to Meek Mill. Um, I think I like probably take like a pregame dookie every game. You do what? Take like a pregame dookie. Oh, you gotta take a dookie before the games. Yeah, I think you know it kind of like just you know clears the system, lets you get like a system reset. You feel me? Yeah, I remember T. Ross telling me um, before one of the games we were getting ready to, to like do the huddle before we ran out. He was like, anyone that takes a dookie right before the game is foul. It was so like, now right, we caught like right before the game. Now we caught you, though. I mean, if you want, it's more than an hour before, but you know. No, but now we caught you. I mean, that's cool. Whatever you want to say. If T. Ross is like a father figure to you, you can just admit it to me right now. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's <laughs> difficult is it to guard Steph? I guarded him a lot that game. I ain't gonna lie. I, I got to guard him a solid game. amount. And dang, Draymond be sending some illegal money. Oh nah, God. he definitely does. That train is so nah. it's like yo. Draymond Green is the, the most legal setting screen person in the league. There's a few dudes like that. Yeah. There's a few dudes like that. But um Steph just runs around so much. He just is a constant movement. I mean, you know, but it's not just him. Clay is like that. Jordan Poole started to become like that. Yeah. Like they like they just there. They that, that trio right there is very lethal. I think we need to get like that then. I mean, that's what we talked about earlier. Move learn how to move without the ball. I think that's what we've been working on a lot as of late. Right. Yeah. And so I think, you know, the point because we got a lot of those who can handle the basketball on the team, it's gonna be all right, cool. You can I know we know you can handle it, but what you can you what you can you do off the ball? Cause then if you can't move off the ball, like you can't play those two dudes at the same time. Right. And so I that's think the, like that's, yeah, that's the one thing I true. think all of us are gonna get to a level where we're all gonna be able to do that. And then that's you know, that's when it gets really fun. Yeah. That's when you know, positionless basketball. Like you see how right. like goals like they have a bunch of dudes who like who can go get it. Right. But because they all move it out so well without the ball, like that's why they've been so effective. Like right. Like that's why I think like Andrew Wiggins has been less effective because he was the one people, he was all star this year. He was yeah. all star starter. Yeah, no, nah, it was crazy. Crazy. I ain't gonna lie, that was crazy. It's crazy. He was hooping. He was hooping. He, he was, was hooping. no, he was he, he was all star. He, he had thirty five. He had like eight threes against us. He was killing yeah. us the like, nah. first game. But like I'm just saying, like he like he hasn't been, he doesn't move like how Jordan, Steph, and Clay, Clay move. Right. And so that's why it's kind of like been going away from him, just because you know he got to kind of. But those dudes they move without the ball, and you know it's coming back to them always. Nah, for sure. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Taking a step, you know, off of basketball. Who's the Cole Anthony? You've been a big name for a long time. Who's the most famous? Why would you have to throw that in there? You have been. Who's well, the most famous? Kind of, that, that felt really forced. I just want to tell you that. Him <laughs> just trying to throw that in there, so extremely forced. I think y'all put that in the script. <laughs> Who's the most famous number you have in your phone? Probably Roy Williams. <laughs> Roy Williams. I mean, Roy Williams is famous. Very Pretty famous. famous. Uh. I ain't gonna expose myself out there or nothing, but uh, yeah, you don't want to get caught up. You know, I, I, I ain't trying to blow up your spot though. Trust me, I'm not gonna get caught up. Like, your boys, your boys, Olus. You be on date naps? <laughs> I have an account on Raya. All right, yeah. I don't use it ever, but I have an account. What 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 is Raya? Explain that for people that don't know what Raya is. Raya is like a celebrity dating app that you need to be approved to get on. Anyways, um, I got Anthony Edwards' number. Yeah, it's pretty Aunt famous. And Edwards, um, you think it's hard finding a girl in Orlando? I mean, bro, I'm like as I said, I don't have a girl, and if I did, it'd be lit. But I did don't. So well, I'm saying, do you think it, you think it's hard to find a girl in Orlando? I don't think I, I like want to find a girl in Orlando. Why is that? I just I don't think I want to elaborate um, on that. I just I don't really think that's it's for me. I think I've looked and just haven't been unsuccessful. You feel me? Is it weird going out and? Having girls come up to you knowing who you are at all times, does it make you more cautious? About that hasn't really to? happened to me too much, if I'm being honest. So you now we want to lie. I'm just keeping it a bug. I didn't see it happen to you, Not Tiffany. Any. Tiffany, wow. you heard that? Yeah, I heard it. All right, RJB having girls come up to him. That's crazy. How um, let's see. Up. I yeah maybe 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 I'm just, we're just, let, let's just say Roy. Okay, we're not gonna throw our business out there. Who's the most famous person you DM'd? Or I mean, I DM'd a bunch of or, famous girls. <laughs> just got no reply, but you know. Who's one that you DM'd and you were like, I just hope to God she replies and never replied. Or you you DM'd and like you didn't think it was going to reply and did reply. Well, that's one's never happened, but. <laughs> they just don't reply to you? They don't reply. Um, I like DM Chantel Jeffries. was hoping for a response. This was years ago, though. Right, but yeah, like, yeah. I don't, not no more. I ain't on that. Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like most people just, I don't think, feel like women are like even like like we don't really respond to dms like that like yeah. I, and i think kind of think it's the same thing on the other side so like i probably oh i used to dm <laughs> i dm iggy azalea was hoping to god she replied i used to have the biggest <laughs> oh my god i, <laughs> I, used, to, I used to have the biggest plan like if i was gonna if i ended not up for being, sure if no. i was if i was like a top five pick 
in the, in the trap. I was going to publicly be like, yo, Iggy Azalea, yo, what's up? <laughs> what's, what's up? You know yeah, what I mean? Nah, Iggy Azalea, yeah, nah, yeah, I, but I, I did too. This is like all in high school. Though. Right, yeah, nah, so, mine was in high school. Mine was in high school. Mine was uh, Ariana Grande and Zendaya. <laughs> I used to DM them. I used to dead DM them probably every day. Someone told me that you like DM to catch me outside, girl. Never ever in my life. <laughs> what is even is her name? It's Danielle Bregoli. Why? How do you know that? Because I'm very hip on like the modern events of today. What would you say in the DM? You someone DM? else told me. There's someone. I heard there's someone Come else on, that you DM, bro. Who? <laughs> I'm just lying. I know you are. <laughs> what would you say in the DMs when you would DM them? Or Iggy Zay? What'd you say to her? I was say like, hey. Yo, like, I was like, hey, hey, girl. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I was like, like, come mess with me. <laughs> come mess with me? No. Um, let's see. What's the best opening DM line for, like, even a girl to get your attention? Or for, like, did you? One, one of views that just didn't work, I was like, I, I have a couple. So there was one that was like, um, hey, he told me I should DM you. Who is he? Who is he? <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they would say who is he, and then you would say God, and then one another one. I don't know if you say it's like um, I put like a dog emoji in there, and they're like, "Oops, sorry about that, man. My do- my my boy just be running off sometimes." But what's up with you though? <laughs> That's a pretty good one. You feel me? Um, do I have any else? And then like, you know, if it's like a elite joint, like, hey, next time you're in such and such dinner in Orlando on me. Or dinner and uh, right, something me. like something respectful. I haven't really, I haven't really used that though. Yeah, <laughs> but like the first two, I definitely. Because <laughs> nah. I'm like, I'm like, I feel like, bro, like, I feel like I, I didn't see like a meme, and I was like, yo, I dare relate to this. It's like, yo, like you can't like be sending like just the hard eyes and stuff like this to girls in their DMs because like they get that from everyone. You gotta be like, you gotta like be out there. Like I saw ones like, hey, like let me get you pregnant, like something like that. Oh, I just, I just, it's just like okay. you gotta, you like, you gotta throw something out there that's gonna grab their attention. Rather, I, have, even I haven't you, used that. Even if but, you don't want. To get the girl pregnant, you could say, "Hey, let me get you pregnant." Like, you be see, like, you see, you and see, then they like, would, they'd be like, "Huh?" You see what I'm saying? Like, right. That like and they would, it, it'd be you, you getting, they would get intrigued. No, this is a topic I want to. What is I want to get on? What is like the golden rule for like an athlete when they go to a girl's page? Like, what like what amount of likes do you throw on the girl's page? I'm to not gonna lie. Attention? Me personally, I don't be like I don't like to throw likes on girls' page because that's so federal. That's, like, no, that's super federal. It, it, I, I look at you that get as like up easy I look at that. that I look at that as like telling on yourself. Like if anything right. like. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, some guys use like three rule, like, like, I'm like three in a row, and the girls like, nah, usually back. it's like, usually I, I just, cause I, I mean, I used to be in the game like this. You feel me? Back when I was a youngin', I'd like, You're it's still like, in it's the like, game. nah, I'm, I'm an old head now. You feel me? 22 at this point. So, you know, I'm on some grown man type ish. But, um, yo, can I curse? Yeah. I'm on some grown man shit, you man. You feel me? You had, yeah. to, you had to throw that out there. But, uh, you know, it used to be like, all right, one like, she likes it back. Cool. Two likes. She likes it back. Awesome. Then you could go for a three like thing, or you could dive straight to DMs at that dive point. That's DM. like you feel me, but like this day and age, yeah, I don't know. It's just it like with TikTok culture and all that, girls be so ready to just expose dudes. Like yeah, it's just no. like I don't. It, it be it, it be taking a lot of motivation away from dudes like trying to hit you up. Also, just like as I've said, like Instagram, like it's just it's not really like real life no more. Like people, nah, like it, people, it, it, like you can you literally can, buy your life. You can DM a joint, like, but like most of the time, like this this day and age, they're not gonna respond. Like, like you gotta a lot of times you like just catch girls in person. You what? gotta catch a girl in person. Yeah, that's when because that's sure. when it's game time. You it's have lot, to. It's a it. lot different catching a girl in person than catching a girl on Instagram. You feel me? What do you think your tip is for a girl to date an NBA player? Like, what, how would how would how would you approach it? Don't date um, a dude who done dated 70, y'all. Like, if you're an Instagram model. Yeah, the, Insta- the IG models. Or, and then you, you, also, you got NBA players who got, like, six baby moms and stuff like that. Like, don't go after that. Come after a young, you know, God-loving child like myself. 
Right. From, you're basically you know, never been in a, a real relationship. I mean, you're eligible. Yeah. Finna make some money in my day and age at some point. You feel me? Right. You're so you're you're on this podcast. Who who do you want to shoot your shot at right now? You have a you have the voice. I'm not about to sit out here and incriminate myself and make myself look dumb. It's talking oh. throwing a girl out there when I know I'm not about to get a response. You feel me? You can't even think like that though. But like my thing is like, bro, like just in this day and age, man, you feel me? Like it's just that's the reality of the situation. Right. Let me just look on Instagram real quick. You know, maybe just let me just make sure I just cross all my T's and dot my Yeah, eyes. make sure you do that. But while you do that, what's the worst and best? purchase you've made in your NBA career? All my jewelry. I regret all of it. I don't, but like I do. You're into watches though. Watches I don't regret. They're no, I'm saying, but you're into watches. I am. Like, talk about that, like how you got into watches. Or how I, I mean, that's nothing crazy. I, don't, I have a few, just a few watches. You know, I don't want to, you know, I just, just want to, don't want to just keep buying, buying, buying without doing my research. Right. And like, just, you know, I've just, from what I've seen, watches, they just, they do a great job of holding value. And then they, they also, they, um the value increases too. Like they appreciate. Jewelry so, does a horrible job at that. Jewelry does not appreciate the same way that like watches do. Right. Like, and just, it's all, it's a certain, just especially like with Rolex. And then there's like the there's like the Holy Cross three the, I mean the Holy Trio Holy uh the Holy Spirit Holy Ghost whatever watches like uh, it's Patek Philippe um I think it's uh, Audemars Piguet Audemars Piguet and then I forgot the last one it's um dang I forgot but just like just stuff like that they just they do a great job of just maintaining value and so you just you want you want to have you don't want to have um too much too many um materialistic things like just you you want to have right. some liquidity but you also want to have some stuff that yeah. you know. You feel me? No, oh, you making me sound educated on this podcast. You know, I only did about six months in college, so I feel pretty <laughs> smart. I know. Um, <laughs> who do you sit with on the plane? What's your favorite plane memory? And like, how is the NBA plane for people who don't know? <laughs> Y'all really want to know my favorite plane memory, RJ? <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> we can't talk about that one on here. Oh, I mean, I sit next to Chuma. Chuma be getting me tight. Because he just be eating the nastiest concoctions he could think of. Like... I just seen him eat like gogurt or something. Not gogurt, like <laughs> gogurt and like meat mix or something like that. Like he just be eating some nasty stuff. <laughs> I was trying to tell him like, yo, you get like get that nasty stuff away from me. Most of the t- but most of the time you're you most of the time sleep. I do be sleep right before like right before the plane takes off. You might be up talking to us, but once the plane takes off, you're pretty much sleep. Yeah, man. Um, except we except we uh, we play music really loud. Yeah, I'll be I, trying to have my AirPods in. I play music, A Boogie. And I can't hear. He'll be like, yo. I, mean, I can't hear my music. You'll be like, yo, who played this? And it'll be me and you'll be like, yes. I'll be like, yes. looking to be like, my. I can't, I don't want to say that word. It's just, you know, it's not good for the brand. But uh, let's see. And then, my favorite memory. Um, This is probably last year. I'm not going to throw no names out there, but <laughs> someone took someone's phone on our team last year. During the season, and they're like passing his phone around. Oh snap! They almost yeah, ended up. They almost that. ended up fighting. <laughs> yeah, no, they really kind of did. They wrestled. <laughs> homie shirt got ripped. Yeah, homie shirt got ripped. It was. It was not even playing our team anymore, but it was really hilarious. No, that, that shout was... out to my two the guys. What would you see? What would you, what would you say your role in the team group chat is? And we all kind of have like a role, like person that that says stuff first in the group chat, person that never responds. Like, where I mean, I be trying to say stuff. Dudes just don't respond to me in the group chat. So I just, I be, I don't be, I don't, I don't, I don't like to text in the group chat no more. Dudes don't respond to you, dog? No. I respond to you. Sometimes, sometimes. I no, I ain't gonna lie. The last time I said something in the group chat, I asked like, yo, anybody trying to come to uh, this, this thing? And <laughs> no one responds. So I call him and then he wants to give me a response. <laughs> That's just really kind of sometimes I don't, I don't be on my phone like that. Where? I really never. So why'd you pick up on the first ring? You're right. Uh, I definitely did ignore your pl- your, uh, sh- your shit text. messed up, y'all. Y'all see, yeah, these, these people be calling themselves your brothers. They don't treat you like a brother, though. 
What's not understood is stood. But it's art. Dang, I said that wrong. Never mind. Yo, I said that what? wrong. I said that wrong. Yeah, we, UNC education is insane. One second. I'm going to pull up the quote. This is what I meant to say. I'm going to tell you right now. I know. I think I know what you meant to say. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I'm going to say it. What's, it's, um, what's understood so doesn't have to be explained, said, yeah. but I don't think they understand. Was that just sitting on your phone? That's deep right there. Was that just sitting on your phone? That's deep. Not, RJ obviously does not follow me on Instagram, so he couldn't see that I posted that on my page. I quote. I I do follow you on Instagram. I can go look right now. Go check. It's on my page. My last post. Oh, yeah. Read it out to the camera real quick. What's understood does not have to be explained, but I don't think they understand. As far as... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Dating, how, how that kind of stuff goes. Obviously, we're NBA players. How is it when you meet a girl and you like know she knows how much money you make or like know she knows you're in the NBA? Well, that's giving me heavy gold digger vibes. I can't even really take that girl seriously off rip. Like, if that's, like, if that's how you know me, like, I don't know. Right. I don't want nothing to do with you. I, also, I never been in a relationship. Well, I that was in a small high. I was in a small high school relationship. I don't really count that. It wasn't serious. Like it was like on some like we just hanging out. Like I've been in an, actually been in a relationship. Why not? I'm not like RJ who's currently cuffed. Let me just say that. But um, what do you say to a girl when she asks you like, what do you do? Like, well, what, what do you do? I'll be like, no, nah, I, I play basketball. And if then, she if she well, wants to inquire further, I'll I'll give the information. But I don't I don't I personally I don't like to just throw that information right, out there. Yeah, no, that's me too. That's, even when I meet anybody, like they're like, oh, what do you do? I just say I play basketball. I just be like, oh, my name's Cole. Like you know, I don't I don't even like to say my last name because that might spark. But like I just like I don't like like that being. I'm obviously that's what I'm shoot. Realistically, that's most amount of times what I'm known for is because it's what I do. It's what I love to do. And right. let me not say I don't mind. Like I don't like not being like or being known for that. But, like, if we're just, like, on a, like, some meeting each other basis, like, I just want to, like, if you want to get to know me, like, we can talk. Like, we don't got to talk basketball. Like, it don't right. always have to be that. For sure. And then, also, you do have a brand, CY Soon. Talk about that, how it came up. Like, well, the, the, I wish we the had brains Bri behind it. I wish we had Bryce here because it was actually, it was Bryce who made this to the company. This is him. I am now a minority right. owner. I got to put that, that information out there. Right. He is the majority still. I don't plan on taking that majority away from him because, you know, it, look, he, he spent a lot of time helping build that brand up, building right. that brand up. And I, I've, I've helped a little bit too, obviously. I don't think he, he would have let me even come on board if I didn't try to or try to help the platform. But, um, you know, it's a it's this kind of it's a motivational brand to see why it stands for Count Yourself In and assume it stands for something out of nothing. And, you know, RJ, you have some of the, some of the clothes. Yeah, I think like everybody really on the team has a lot yeah, of Yeah, pretty clothes. much everybody on the team has some of the – like, we sweatsuits, like, athletic wear. Like, nothing too crazy. But, like, I'm pretty sure that Bryce has been working on making some um, some women's athletic wear and stuff like that. And, you know, Brent's just, like, motivational use. Like, you actually – we have, I don't know if you have the app downloaded, RJ. The what? Do you have the app downloaded? No, I need to get the app. Download, so, Bryce... so, so just do that right now. So, yeah. the, on the, like, on the app, like, sure. it's pretty cool. Like, we do, like, story, like motivational stories. Like, people who, like, just, you know – 
I, I can't remember one story off the top of my head, but like it's just stories on dudes who kind of come from like a a a, a place where they kind of just not a lot was expected out of them, and you just kind of like made something out of nothing. So right. stories like on the app, we have workout plans. People who just kind of you can do at home workouts, stuff like oh, okay. that. Yeah, you I can notice. Yeah, it's it's oh yeah, nah, yeah, we got a bunch of stuff that, and then obviously you can buy the clothes and stuff on the app too. So the app is actually really dope, and a lot more stuff coming with that. And you know, shout out to shout out to my mayor Bryce Council, my manager, Shoot. cousin, family, brother, whatever you want to call it. Speaking on you know you being a minority order uh, owner and then Bryce being the majority, what did you do with your first NBA paycheck? That was something you spent. My first NBA, I got a Tesla. You got Model Tesla. X. You had that last year? I did. You did have that last year. Yeah, I gave it to my mom though. So it's currently actually in the Hamptons in New York. Gotcha. I got actually I gotta help her find a charger for that. So she can like charge it at the house. Right, right, right. So you want does that was that a car you always wanted while you were <clears throat> honestly, Mo made me want to get that car. I came to Orlando like my first couple days, he had that car. I was like, yo, this is fire. I did yeah, want one. Yeah, you wanted one. And I got one. Nah, yeah. What kind, <laughs> of car, what kind of car you have now? I now I drive I have two cars. I have a Mercedes, I got the S five eighty. Okay. S S class S580, the 2021 and then I have another I have another Mercedes is a GT63 which I'm currently about to be looking to sell if anyone wants to buy that car it's pretty nice matte black race car room room you know how that go. Right. You think you you think you what do you think your next big purchase you'll make? Um I don't know if I'll, I'll be making any big purchases soon. I'm kind of just trying to trying to save my money up, you know. I don't like I don't like to live through a contract I don't have yet or something like that. I kind of right. just live by the money I have now. So For sure, yeah. Just kind of trying to save, save, save. Invest, invest, invest. All that, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, no, I I definitely want to save my money. I ain't making no other big purchase for a minute. Yeah, no. I mean, I might, I, when I sell the car, I'll probably end up buying another car. Right. But, I mean, I, I'll be money that just from that, from that car that I use. You were into crypto this year, weren't you? Eh, not really, honestly. I was rocking with like a Ethereum a little bit. I wasn't really... What happened to your wallet? Speak on that. What happened to your oh, wallet? Oh, man. My, my, you... This is uh, this is uh, it's a crazy story. Yeah, man. Just want to let y'all all know first, get if you're into crypto and all that, NFTs, all that. I, I was into NFTs and stuff like that. Yeah, I, you were big NFTs. Pretty much all on the Ethereum uh, uh, part. Didn't really do Solana. And so, yeah, my wallet got hacked. I probably had like sixty dollars to $80,000 worth of um. NFTs and stuff in there, and it got hacked. Remember one night, you were sick. I was sick because yo, like I just woke up in the morning, like all the money was gone. Like NFTs have been like I checked my um open seat, my NFTs cried. was gone. I'd have cried. I was sick, and so I just immediately after that I got a, a Ledger Nano, and um, so that's where I keep all my current NFTs. But um, yeah, now that was crazy. I remember like being in the gym. I probably they had taken most of myself. I had like eight hundred dollars left. I refreshed it, and eight hundred dollars went to about thirty cents, and I was just like, damn. I'm but how did man. you? But how did they hack you? Did you have like the two? Bro, I think two I saw factor authentication thingy. On? It wasn't like a two factor authentication thing. It was like so they um, I think it was a fake um. So the open is like the platform you can buy the like, NFTs and stuff on. Right. And I think it was like I, somehow they got like a fake link, and I clicked the fake link because I was trying to buy something. I think oh. I clicked like a fake link, and I don't know. It looked exactly like OpenSea though. So, yeah, man, get a hardware wallet. It'll protect you from all that. You immediately put your NFTs in the hardware wallet. So you have that. You have that now. Yeah. You have that now. I keep that thing on me. Okay. I'm talking about the Harper Wall. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure, for sure. To make sure. RJ, what's a dream date for you in Orlando? Like, what's like, have you taken Tiffany on her and your dream date yet? Nah. Um, I do dates, maybe, sometimes. Sometimes. But a dream. Are you like an excursion type of guy? Well, I don't even know what that means. I ain't gonna Like an excursion? That. Like an excursion, man. Like, like, let's say, like, we go to Disney World, so that's like a little excursion. Oh, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, I definitely go to Disney World, Universal, but not like just me and you. I don't, I don't look at you. I don't look at you that way. Nah, like I don't look you and like, like you're like, like you. For dating. sure, would you do that? 
for oh, I, I, I take her like like I personally I take her like Animal Kingdom. Like I just I'm a huge fan of animals. I love animals. I have two pet lizards. Y'all who don't know that. And, oh yeah, um, you do have to have <clears throat> pet lizards. Elaborate on your your pet li- lizards and how you how did you even like think of wanting to get them? Bro, I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't I, I honestly don't know. I think it might have started from me just watching like YouTube videos like animals and stuff, and I found this guy's page. I think his name I think his page is like Clint's Reptiles or something like Every that. Every teammate comes over to your house and never wants to touch them, and you always force everybody to touch them. Yeah, cause y'all, yeah, yeah. Stop being yeeks. Stop being scary. You know, like they, they, they cool animals. And I, they're like pretty, like they're like a pretty good size too. Like when I take the lizards out, people aren't like, oh, like that's cute. It's like, oh, like, like, like one, like this big, and then this. I got two of them. So, yeah, I don't know how I ended up getting them, but like they're easy pets. Like if I don't want to deal with them, I just leave them in their cage. If I want to play with them, I just I can take them out their cage. You don't gotta feed them every day. That's so they're like they're perfect for like just you know, kind of our lifestyle. Like because you know we travel a lot. Right. So I, like, you want a dog? You would you ever get a dog? I had a dog. You know I had a dog. Oh yeah, I forgot. You did have a dog. My son Legend. Man, we don't have Legend anymore. We gave him away just because he was a high energy dog. He was a mini Schnauzer. Why I got a mini Schnauzer? I don't know. We, I was at the gym one day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you know that story. I don't think he knows the story. But um, I was at Jimmy uh, one day talking to Markel and uh, Kristen, and they were talking about how they say love dogs. And I was like, you know what? I think I want a dog. So that morning, Markel's Fultz dogs are wild. By the way, they're humans. haven't seen them yet. They're but, humans. Um, I got to see those, but um, yeah. And so, literally, leave the gym, look, find, try to find a breeder, found a breeder, go in, <laughs> find a nice dog, get that dog. Had the dog within like a couple hours of saying I wanted a dog, and then got all the supplies and stuff. But um, yeah, now it was a mini Schnauzer, super high energy, just kind of couldn't keep up with his lifestyle. So I, I couldn't keep up with his lifestyle. Yeah, his lifestyle is a little too high energy for me. <laughs> you, know, like, 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 you, know, like, you know, I like to take naps. Yeah, I like to chill. He always trying to play. Yeah, he always trying to jump on man. Everybody like yo, just. Yo, Come here, lay down in this bed. Man. Yeah, just, just chill, chill out. You chill feel me? Man. And so, yeah, but I actually think I might get another dog end of the summer or something like that. Some like a guard dog or something like that. You have any pets, RJ? You said what? You have any pets? Nah, I don't got no pets. I got my little brother, but that's about it. I'll be watching him. He a wild animal. Respect. But uh, would you not let any of your teammates like if like watch your pets? Like, who's a teammate that you would not let watch your lizards or like Mo. keep up with them? I thought you would say Chuma. Chuma too. He might he might try to sell him for like money or something. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Chuma, Chuma got to be the cheapest teammate I've ever had. Chuma's a different type of animal. Chuma's favorite quote is, "If it ain't free, it ain't me." Yeah. Anywhere we go, Chuma is not going unless he does not have to pay any money. Cole, I appreciate you coming on yes, sir. the Young Person Basketball Podcast. That's what this is called. Yeah, that's we might got to work called. on that. The Young Person Basketball Podcast. It's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it like abbreviate like? Why nah, but it's like, why is it called that? And then that's when people like jump into like, why is this podcast podcast called the Young Person Basketball Podcast? It's a really weird name, but it's probably kind of intriguing because you you jumped to the conclusion like that's what it's called. Like if I'd have said, "Yo, it's okay, I don't think I did all that. I don't think I did all that. But. I mean, you definitely asked a question. What if it was just, "All right, y'all, welcome to R.J. Hampton's podcast." You would have just let it go, but I would have respected it, you, it. It got you intrigued. I don't think intrigue is the word I'd use. Then what would you use? Disintrigue, <laughs> just throw, throw some. <laughs> All right, we might work on the young person basketball podcast, but for now, Cole, appreciate you coming through. RJ Hampton, it was talking a to me. Give me a handshake, my good man. You got a Barack Obama. <laughs> hey, yo, I'm out. I'm done with this.